What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. friends and welcome. Today I'm going to share about miraculous prayers. And this is episode 229. You can find today's show notes at a few minutes with God podcast. And if these podcasts are a blessing to you, please share them with a friend. You can easily share via your podcast app, or just tell somebody about this podcast, they can find it on their favorite app at a few minutes with God podcast or on our website a few minutes with God podcast.com. And that's also where you'll find today's show notes. And I want to thank our sponsor mediaangels.com. You can visit the website to learn more about books and products available for sale. Well, miraculous things happen every day, and we don't always get to see them. I love to read books about miracles and also um, watch some you know, different movies, if you haven't seen Heaven is for Real, um, as well as some of the other faith uh, videos, Pure Flix is a great place to find them. But we also have miracles in our life. And again, we have prayers that are sometimes answered and sometimes not. And in a past episode, episode 227, Miracles of Faith, I shared how God uses miracles to increase our faith and also about a miraculous situation that happened in our own lives when my husband and I interceded and prayed for a young man. It can seem like our prayers go unanswered, right? But I believe that prayers that are always answered are the ones that focus on something that I believe the Lord really wants to give us. For example, Lord, please deepen my faith. Or, Lord, help me in my unbelief. Or, Lord, I pray my faith is increased and there is a deepening of love for you. Wow, those are prayers that the Lord will answer. Ephesians 2.8 states, For by the grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. Faith is a gift, and what a gift! What better gift is there than salvation to spend this life happily as a Christian, knowing that God has redeemed us and living our lives in a way that is pleasing to God with the side benefit of happiness 
Happiness is a choice, friends. That is something that we can choose. We can choose to be grateful and happy each day. A prayer that I pray to the Lord, and he often grants more times than not, is a prayer at a time when I'm really stressed. I'll, I'll pray to the Lord for more time. And I don't know if you've ever been in situations where you need to go somewhere and you just wish you had another week or the holidays are coming and you just wish, oh my gosh, if I just had one more week, I could get so much done. So I've prayed this prayer also for my kids when they were in college or, you know, have a bunch of uh, things that they need to get done that the Lord would expand their time. And that is something that the Lord has done. Recently, I needed to attack a very unsavory uh, group of of to-dos on my to-do list that I'd put off for months. And it was about, you know, realizing that we're not going to live forever. And one was updating a will and our final cemetery plans. And yeah, I know. Ooh, (laughs) no one wants to think about death. But as Christians, we should consider the end and our eternal rest. And I have to tell you, once that got done, I have such a sense of peace, and now I don't need to worry about that. What miracles have happened in your life? We all have them. If you ask, you can, you know, think about them yourself and just, you know, think about um, even asking other people that you know, what are some miracles that have happened in your life? So if I gave you my list, it would be, I've witnessed the healing of illness. I've witnessed the healing of chronic issues. I've um, witnessed the Lord saving me from countless accidents multiple times. The Lord has saved me from a bad relationship in my younger years. Someone I thought I was going to marry. The Lord saved me from that and brought my true love to me. And he saved me also with miracle births of five children and eight miraculous grandchildren. And I could go on and on, and please do this. Do this this week. List the miracles and the things that you are thankful for in your life. And I hope as you listen to this list, you recalled miracles that happened in your own life. When we pray, we give glory to God. But God also blesses us in remarkable ways. In the Lord's Prayer given to us by Jesus, we read in Matthew 6, so many gems that are hidden in God's Word. If you've ever wanted um, to look at Matthew 6 and have a short synopsis, it would pretty much be give to the needy, pray fast, store up your treasures in heaven, and not to worry. I believe prayer is essential for our souls to keep us on that right path and to be united to the will of God. As I shared in the podcast and other podcasts on miracles, that the act of prayer, especially for something we really want, is a lesson in patience and fortitude. Patience in what God may or may not, you know, say. He may say yes, he may say no, he may say not yet. And in fortitude to keep praying without ceasing, and maybe in the process our hearts will change and be united with God's. Jesus taught us how to pray in what we call the Lord's Prayer, Matthew 6, 9 through 14. Before I read this, I would like you to challenge to pray this to yourself. More of you, um, you know, some of you have different versions of this, but as you pray, meditate on the words and take them to heart. Let the Lord speak to you. And the Lord said, this then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And it goes on, For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive other their sins, your Father will not forgive you your sins. And again, in some versions it says, you know, as we have forgiven our debtors and lead, and um, forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. Wow. We learn the awesomeness of the name of God. Hallowed be thy name. We learn the miracle of true piety. We learn to unite our will to God's will. We learn to unite our prayers to his prayers. And we know that God knows our prayers without us even asking. We also know that the Lord will provide for our needs, that we are to forgive others, that we are to pray to be delivered from temptation, to be delivered from the evil one. And if we do not forgive the sins done against us, wow, our Heavenly Father will not forgive our sins. This is serious, and this is why I've done several podcasts on the topic of forgiveness. It's not easy to forgive, but we want forgiveness, right? If we've done something wrong, don't we want people to forgive us? Of course we do. So why then is it so hard for us to forgive someone else? Because we are hurt, we are crushed, we are devastated. But sometimes we have to realize that the bigger picture here is that we want the Lord to forgive us our sins. This is so important and one that is often forgotten in prayer. We must forgive. It is imperative. The Lord's Prayer is truly a miraculous prayer and one we can always pray in church, but pray it daily. It reminds us that our first obligation is to God and not self. Another important point concerning prayer is Matthew 6, 5 through 7. But before the Lord gave us this prayer, he also stated, Whenever you pray, be not like hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners so that they may see, be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you pray, go to your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. Again, very specific in way a, a way that we should pray, right? So what is prayer? Prayer is acting on a belief. It is faith and works together. Works by themselves are hollow, but with faith they are glorified. Many times our prayers take fasting. This is for us, not the Lord. There's nothing we can do to change the Almighty God. He is and always will be. But it takes our eyes off of our temporal needs and places them squarely on our, our focus, squarely on the prayers. Matthew 6 addresses this as well, and I'll share that with you in a minute. 
But I also want to read to you Acts 14, verse 23. Paul and Barnabas appointed leaders for them in each church, and with prayer and fasting committed them to the Lord in whom they had put their trust. And then in Daniel 9, 3, So I turned to the Lord God and pleaded with him in prayer and petition, in fasting and in sackcloth and ashes. And we read a lot about that, don't we? Um, So many times it took more than just the prayer. It's almost like we have to fully commit. Matthew 6, 16 through 18 concerning fasting. And whenever you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so as to show others that they were fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that your fasting may be seen not by others, but by your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. And you know, I I consider the oil like a sacramental, you know, blessed oil. You know, they talked about oil being used on the, uh, you know, above the doorposts and, you know, also putting blood on the doorposts, you know, in the Old Testament uh, when they were escaping um, Egypt. And so there's so many times in scripture where the richness of our faith comes in But what does resound here is that the Father who is in secret, meaning that we don't see him, right? He will reward us because he knows and he sees. We don't have to say, Lord, Lord, look at me. I'm praying and I'm fasting here. Please answer my prayers. He knows. Fasting is important, but I'll admit it's very hard to do. When I was younger, I tried to pray with um, and fast with bread and water once a week. Then I tried to be you know, all gung-ho and do it two times a week. Um, And so it was really difficult. And I still try to do this on occasion. And I try to abstain from meat on Fridays, especially during Lenten season. It's a way to keep God in focus. The miraculous prayer that will be answered today is for the Lord to give you more faith and to give you a greater love for him. And friends, This is your challenge for this week. It is to say the Lord's Prayer and to pray for that additional faith. I pray that the Lord blesses you this week, that he answers your prayers, and that your heart expands with love for him. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com, and your podcast page on afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.